Are you looking to enjoy the best of British food and drinks at a great price? Then you need to head over to Elephant and Castle, located at 185 North Wabash in Chicago, Illinois. You have happy hour Monday through Friday from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. where any snack and share item of $11 or less is half price and domestic droughts and house wine are $4. Think that's great? They also have fantastic daily specials. There's one and done Mondays where a specialty craft keg of beer is tapped at 5 p.m. and it's poured until it's gone. Pints are only $3 and the keg rotates every week. You have Tin Up Tuesdays where all tins, or cans of beer to you American dummies, are 25% off. If you like wine, then you'll love Wine Down Wednesday where glasses of wine are a dollar off and all bottles of wine are half price. Thursday is Locals Only Day where select Chicago droughts are $5.50. And if you like brunch, Elephant and Castle has you covered. Brunch runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. and you can have mimosas and Bloody Marys for a mere $5.00. Come on down to Elephant and Castle and enjoy some great drinks and delicious food and tell them that Mind Gap Podcast sent you. Hey there. We really appreciate you listening to Mind Gap Podcast. If you've listened this far, perhaps you'd be willing to listen a little further and do Justin and me a huge favor. If you like Mind Gap Podcast, please do us a solid and head over to wherever you're listening to this, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, and leave a review and a rating. This helps us tremendously to get more visibility. Also, feel free to share us around. Find us on our social medias. Look for our Facebook page. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mind Gap Podcast. And spread the word of Mind Gap Podcast. Lastly, if you'd like to reach out to us with a suggestion, a thought, or anything else, feel free to email us at mindgappodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Thank you for listening. In a world of government shutdowns, trade wars, and overpriced video games, you need to have an investment partner that you can trust. Pook.com is here to help you take your money investments to the next level. Want a new computer? Hope it's not a Dell. You want to buy a boat? Stop it. That's a depreciating asset. Looking to buy a new home? Hope you know how to change your air filter on a monthly basis, you dumb dumb. Don't be mad. Poop.com will always be honest and real with you because you work really goddamn hard for your money and you shouldn't waste it on stupid shit. Here's a freebie. Keep it simple, Sally. Buy food, water, and the Dark Knight trilogy. Just know that the third movie could be better, but Bane is awesome. Poop.com. Invest in your future and invest in the now. You dummy. Mind Gap Podcast. Curse? Uh, oh fuck yeah! Okay, oh yeah! Cool. Unleash <laughs> the <laughs> unleash the fury! <laughs> Great. Take your just, day out on this if you had a wet day or something <laughs> like that. Just That's usually that what I do. Every time you curse, I have to go back in and, and bleep it out. So, like, if you curse like but six, cool, do you really? Because we no. do it with different dog sounds, so <laughs> different dog barks. So that it's like a whole so bunch fun. of different ones. Right. Yeah. Sometimes we do different cat meows. It's like a cat piano. You oh, know? Cool. Right. 
That's awesome. No, it's totally cool. Sounds I swear, like a good you're like, I haven't used this dog one. This is, ooh, oh. this one's a great Dane. Right. <laughs> That's for like a real, you know, a real bad one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use this Shiba Inu now. <laughs> Let's go through all the dog breeds <laughs> oh that we dad. know. There's Pitbull. There's Maltese. Uh, Poodle. There's I, a, Shiba Inu is the, the only one I know. Golden Retriever. So it's on you now. Yeah. yeah. There's Chocolate Lab. There's Golden Lab. <laughs> We're really doing this. I, I guess. I it's, like, dogs. it's like Forrest Gump, but with I dogs. I apologize okay. for bringing you into this. I'm very sorry. Oh, there's the Lassie dog. Was that the Border Collie? It is a Border Collie. That is. There's a uh, the, the Blue Healer, the uh, Red Healer. Yes. And the Green Healer. Nope. No? How come there's a red and a blue, but there's not a green? Because most do- if a dog's green, then there's something wrong with the RBG, dog. RBG, right? That's the red, blue, green, like the color wheel? Yeah. That's, that, those are primary colors. I don't know what a healer is. Green is not a primary color. You but do thank or you. don't? Don't. You don't? I'm I'll more concerned you. that you think green is a primary color. We have a problem. <laughs> Doug, <true>. I... <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know my colors. <laughs> I, I'm sure you can find them. That is, that's my dog. Oh. But that, that's not my dog. That's but that is the dog. breed of my that's dog. That's his gotcha. dog. Yeah. You know? Gotcha, gotcha. So. Yeah. What's that? The Australian blue healer. Hmm. It's a cattle dog. Keeps me in check. <laughs> it does. I'm sure it does. <laughs> it does. I'm sure it watches over the house. Indeed. If there's little children running around, a lot of the breed will actually heard the children. Oh my God. Yeah. It's really helpful to it have if you're, if you're watching a lot of children. Yeah. yeah. I used to have, <laughs> why are you watching a lot of yeah, children? Yeah, I'm wondering that as well. <laughs> you used to have what then? <laughs> I used to have a, a, a sheep dog or a, a cattle-like dog. Then uh, we had cats in the back and they would be in the backyard and the dog would herd them. The cats would be like, God damn it. We're being herded. It's like, no, no, we're getting a line. The cats are like, stop it. It's like, I don't know how to act any other way. Oh my and it God. would just herd them and they're like, fuck it, knock it off. <laughs> They used to get so mad. Like a cat's worst, absolute worst nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Literally, it was hurting cats and yeah. doing a great job at it. <laughs> it was like, excelling, yeah. yeah it was very, Are you very... a cat or a dog person? Um, wow. We're gonna come out, I'm coming out with some hard this is Twitch getting, fam. questions. This is getting real personal real um, quick. I'm allergic to all animals with fur feathers. Oh, oh that's no. right. You Most grasses, <laughs> trees, smoke, and dust. So Whoa. I try to pretty much avoid anything fun at all costs. Well, dusty stuff isn't always fun. I don't know. It's I could crawl through an attic and have a good time, I think. <laughs> because, because you're not supposed to. That's what makes exactly, it fun. Yes. It's forbidden fruit. I want to now, yeah. You're like, oh boy. <laughs> this is dust. Let's go through it and see what happens. I, I remember when we were shooting your uh, your your shorts and you were talking about how just being outside was like the worst. We had to do the outside shoots. Oh my shoots God, we had one like, day outside. That's my fucking nightmare. You're like, this oh, is man. why I don't go camping. It was a whole day of outside. And like, In I a bought- park. In a park, it was hot. And for the record, uh, when Justin says shorts, he means a short film. Yes. Not just a pair of shorts. I was, yeah, you we had your shorts we, over there, <laughs> and we were outside. We were watching the shorts. We were watching 45, and we shot those shorts, and yeah, that yeah, was all we it was. To, yes. Yeah. 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 Just want to clarify. Sorry, I didn't want to be an asshole about it, but you know. No, that's good, because people might not know what that means. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So, yeah. I went, and I went to Walmart that morning, because I was stressed, because we thought it was going to rain. Yes. And that was would have ruined everything. And then it turned out it was going to be like 89 degrees and sunny, oh which boy. also kind of sucked. Because <laughs> it was supposed um, to be February, technically. Yeah, it was a Valentine's <laughs> Day film. Um, and so our actors have like jackets on. And like, we didn't oh, make them no. wear too much. Yeah. But like we're like patting them down. They're sweating. Like ice cream was melting. Um, and I bought a canopy that morning at Walmart at 6 a.m. And it like saved the day. Like, was, everyone was oh under the gosh. canopy. It, yeah. 
Hit, like, honestly, yeah, that was the only thing that, like, helped us get through that. Day. I don't know what right we would have done without yeah. that canopy. Well, because we were already, like, just burned to shit out yeah. there. Yeah. Without mm-hmm. that canopy, it would have been bad news bears. God, that was yeah. so stressful. So there were naps taken under the canopy. It was magical. Yeah. And people, like, hated that we were there, too. Like, park people <laughs> who were assholes to us. And we, like, paid money. Why to, were they like, assholes? Because... Oh. They were trying to like jog in the morning and we were oh, filming something. Who cares? And they would just like stop and be like, well, I, what, we were, we were, oh, I'm so sorry. Path. I ruined your day. Exactly. Like, like, Jesus, get out of here. I'm like, you know, you can get an extra quarter mile and if you run back around the same way you came yeah. uh, and then just go down that path. Or literally go around. Right. Like, yeah. Go right behind us where yeah, we're not. Exactly. Those are the same people who will send an email to like the park district and be like, my. Running experience was so drastically right. ruined because of some film crew, mm-hmm. and they even asked for my permission. I, I know. Film me. I pay taxes in this city. Congratulations, yeah. you're not a deadbeat. Like right. <laughs> Jesus, the, the the people that cracked me up the most during that were the ones who would sneak around very like, and it wasn't like they were making themselves. They were doing like comic sneaking, oh, like. Boy. But in their head, they thought, we're like, I'm making myself small here. But yeah. they were doing this big, and it was behind the actors, not behind the oh. camera. Oh, man. As, man. <laughs> as if they thought, the camera won't pick this up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being I'm very far helpful. Enough back. <laughs> yeah, this is good. I'm being very nice. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's amazing how people's brains just stop. Like, logic just shuts off after Well, I think it's part of it's like, I need to get out of here as quietly as possible. It's part of it's respect. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, I don't want to disrupt this. Sure. But it's like, yeah. you should just immediately go away. Because yeah. by going, it's like, we see you. Mm-hmm. We can, you are in the shot. Thank you for being we, here. We had to, like, stop so many times because, like, the audio would get messed up. Yeah. There was this one guy who jogged behind everyone. And he like he's like, quiet, quiet, quiet. And then he goes, this is a public park. <laughs> And then we're like, okay, cut. Like we can't, we can't have that just in the background. What? <laughs> like, oh. You would have lost your. I'm already losing my mind. Doug oh, does not sit well with that shit. So like, what? He, no shit. And we are all part of the public. I know. Congratulations. Like what? Like like what? You're sitting there going, you can't. You show that. I know. Oh my god. That's from Lord of the Rings. I don't know. Look, I understood that it was a reference cool. from something. Cool. That's and all I appreciated matters. the energy That's and the great. performance of Thank it. Thank you. Yep. Thank you for appreciating that. Of course. I just want to make sure. That was really good. Like that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> wow. So, Erica. What was to say? Yep. <laughs> yes. What's up? What? Ready. Tell us about you. Tell us why you're here today. What's about Give us, give us the rundown on you. The rundown on me. The rundown on you. All right. Um, I'm an actor. Um, nice. I'm a writer. I'm in grad school right now. I'm at nice. Northwestern. It's an MFA writing for stage and screen program, or it's screen and stage. Ooh, uh, which do you prefer? I did a show where a character would yell, star of stage and screen. And I always thought that was so funny. And I try to remember that. And then I have to remember it's the opposite for my degree. <laughs> so it is screen and stage. And that's how I remember. Um, but yeah, I'm in my first year. I'm about to finish that up. It's a two-year program, so I do a lot of writing, um, playwriting. I love writing pilots, and I'm hosting a new show at the Crowd Theater that's like a reading for people's pilots. Awesome. Um, we just um, selected our scripts today, and we're going to cast it, and that's I like producing things. That's cool. So, How yeah. does that go down? Like, do you, so is it, you cast the actors, and then they, they do a, like, you don't block it out, you don't, like, it's, it's literally like a table read, but in front of an audience, or? Um, 
Yes, kind of. So it's just me and Kate, as always. Kate is my roommate and also directed the short film. It's the only person who's ever directed my work because I trust her very much. That's awesome. Um, and so we had a bunch of submissions. We had like 12, which was good. It's our first time taking submissions. So we were very excited to have like random people we didn't know submit. Um, and we're taking three scripts. We're going to cast it ourselves, and then we're going to, each script gets one rehearsal, which will just be casual at our apartment, and there is blocking. We have, like, maybe four or five music stands, and it's Kate's job just to make it, because, I mean, it's for TV, so it's kind of hard sometimes for an audience <clears throat> to sit there and, and listen to a TV script, and so right. it's her job to just make it as accessible to a live audience as possible. Cool. Um, so it is kind of theatrical. I mean, there's blocking, yeah. and... That's a really cool, like... Uh the challenge too, to with minimal like you know props and and sets and everything. Like you just have the music stands and like how do you make this interesting? It's such a it's a really cool uh, a fun challenge. Yeah, it's a challenge, yeah. exercise and creativity. Yeah, yeah. Who? How did you did you come up with that? Did you and Kate like where, um, did they, where was it? Where was this born of? So we I took a like advanced sitcom writing class last term and like we spend the whole class pitching these ideas for scripts and five were selected. And I was one of the five. Um, and one out of those scripts was selected to go into production with a grant from Northwestern. I was not the person selected. Um, and, but, I mean, there were other people who were not selected. And we got together and we were like, well, we have these scripts. Like, and they're good. We worked really hard. Let's just do something. And so it was me and, and Taha and Exel, who are second years in the program at Northwestern. And it was just very, like, do it yourself. You're like, let's find some actors Let's like steal some music stands from Northwestern <laughs> and like let's just make allegedly, this happen. Allegedly, they were returned. Right. They <laughs> were They've returned. got the money. <laughs> They've got it's the money. True. I know it's, that. It's my money. That makes stealing okay. <laughs> yes, um, and so we. I mean, we invited a lot of people, and like it was a lot of students and just like friends of the actors. It helped having a lot of actors in the cast because we filled out the theater. It's a small theater, maybe like fifty people, but we filled it out. We brought snacks. It was very casual, <clears> and it was just. A fun like celebration of work. That's awesome. And yeah, I liked doing it so much. I was like, I want to do this again, but not have my script up there because that was fun. But like, you know, I, I kind of wanted to just give other people the opportunity, yeah. and so I was excited to have like random people's scripts and to try it again without being on both sides of it, just yeah. producing it. I really like that because um, uh, Justin and I started out doing uh, improv and stuff at Second City, and I just remember the idea of initially the idea of doing anything on your own seemed like blasphemy. Like one day we were like in level C, like the early level. Someone's oh, like, shit. someone was like, hey, why don't we? Is this hey, the uh, practice thing? Yeah, after class, like someone was like, well, how about we uh, we'll rent a room and we'll do this? I'm like, are you crazy without a teacher? Is it someone? It's it was only me. You, you and I had this argument. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was yeah Sam Cook who's who's been on here before. He's yeah. like, guys, we yeah, should I do know this. Sam. You know Sam? Yeah. yeah. He's like, guys, we should go and do this. So I'm like, no, it's unregulated. Like, what are we gonna do? Like, I was, the who's thought, gonna teach us? Who do I pay? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, the thought that we could go and because I looked at it as we're not good enough. To wander off on our own yet? This is this is insanity. Mm -hmm. We'll get lost in the woods. And the, so the <laughs> idea to be like, oh, I'm going to create something, and oh, I wasn't picked to do this. It's like it doesn't mean it's dead. Mm -hmm. It means you can take it and still do something still great yours. with it, yeah. which is awesome, and mm -hmm. I love that. And because I've had ideas that have like like oh, I'm done anything with this yet, and I'm like I go back, I'm like that's still a pretty good idea. Maybe I should do something with that, and it's yeah. still there. And I like the idea that you help bring that uh, yeah. literally to the stage, oh, which is really cool. And yeah. I think it's cool as as a uh, as a creative when you get a chance to to help out other creatives. Like that's one thing with our, the production company that we really want to do is like field scripts and be like like let's produce produce our own stuff. But there's a shitload of really good ideas out there, mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't know the next step after like thinking it up. And so being able to give them a place to that facilitates that like that's. 
that's that's that and more of that is needed i think mm-hmm. especially in chicago yeah. yeah and it's it's so satisfying because you you've everyone's been on the other side where you're like i wish i had an opportunity and to give other people yeah. an opportunity you're like man i'm so happy i can do this for you right you know? it's just the world is the, the walls are coming down the gates are are, are no longer mm-hmm. there for so much of this stuff where people can go in for minimal cost can create what they want mm-hmm. and i think that's so cool there's a lot of garbage out there because of it but the thing is yes. that people <laughs> people can go and do they don't have to take traditional paths to get where they need to go and i think that's the big thing i learned about you know doing comedy and stuff like that was it's not i go here and then i get on a herald team and then i get on main stage i get a boat when the boats were still a thing or whatever <laughs> and and then from there i go to snl it's like no your path can be whatever you want it to be mm-hmm. right it can be None of those paths. It could be whatever you want. I, I mean, there's a guy at work who just, you know, he's uh, diabetic. There's the punchline. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I know a diabetic. Right. So. I know a diabetic. <laughs> I'm and interested. I wasn't aware of this, but apparently, like, they need specific, like, sunglasses to kind of help with their condition. Hmm. And um, they're kind of, they're unique. And he started, like, getting them, and he would go to, um, he gets hop on Instagram and take videos. Like, ah, check out my glasses. And started like picking up speed like here and there to the point where these companies were like, Hey, uh, we're going to send you these glasses. Will you wear them and like do more videos? He's like, absolutely. And he <laughs> cool. starts doing it to the point where they're like paying him because <laughs> he's doing such a good job to the point now where they're like opening up stores like in Florida and they want him to be the spokesperson Get the fuck out of here. and go down there and do it. Like, he's like, cool. So he started <laughs> taking acting classes. He started doing like all this happened oh just God. like, I know her just because we have the means and someone who was willing to be like, oh, on Instagram, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And just be like, hey, check out my glasses. They're pretty cool. I'm diabetic and I like them. And it's like, that's cool. Have that guy do it because yeah. it's getting a good response. Right. I'm like, that's called the hustle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> How cool is that? Like, <laughs> so Noah's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to kill it in this diabetic sunglass market. I got this plan. Right. I'm going to nail it. It's an untapped market. They're like, no, nah, that's cool. And it worked. It just, like, that's so cool. are allowed to kind of just happen now. Yes. A little more, more organically. Yeah. And yeah. I would, you know, for someone who's like, if you've whatever followed him and seen that he'd be like oh this is kind of trustworthy guy i'd say kind of because if someone just hopped in later they'd be like whatever but it's a guy who's like hey i'm diabetic i i wear i'm not only the president i'm also a client or whatever horse shit that people say i don't know but <laughs> never heard anyone say that but really <laughs> oh that's like that was like, you was like a man. wonderful spokesperson really yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fucking whatever not only am i the president i use a shit too fucking whatever uh, yeah something like that yeah so, I, don't know. <laughs> I use it because it's convenient okay <laughs> it's literally just right here outside my office oh my god so i fucking use it so what uh real quick i wanted to on twitch um the return of Snowtrog. Hey! Yeah. Is it Snowtrog or Snotrag? No, it's Snotrag. He said this already. Oh, cool. I just refuse to call him. I, he Snowtrag did. <laughs> so we have someone who popped Welcome in, back. Popped in a while ago and said, hi, it's S-N-O-T-R-A-A-G. So okay. it's Snotrag, but I read it. I'm like, oh, double A, must be Snowtrog. Like, and so that's, I started calling him and he corrected me and Snowtruck. he's a wonderful individual, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, snow truck. Uh, he's got a couple of recommendations. Also, uh, D Cochran 84 just wanted to pop in and remind everyone that Thanos did nothing wrong. Oh, Hey, that's my brother. Thank you so much for all those who don't know. Uh, when you're listening to this, it'll be two days. In fact, there was, uh, tickets are now available for Avengers Endgame. So get them while Erica knows all about that. Yep. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he said Thanos did nothing wrong. Are you familiar with Thanos? No. Cool. Um, I saw, like, a thing. I saw a video where it was, like, some, like, green stuff exploded everywhere. And then someone was like, 
this is when Thanos gets mad. I don't know. Does that mean anything? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Right. But, Sorry. <laughs> but really what it is is, um, I'm going to break this down real quick. There's a gauntlet. And on that gauntlet are six very powerful gems. They're called infinity stones. And each stone has a different power. Like there's a time stone, a mind stone, a space stone, a reality stone, a power stone, and a soul stone. I knew all those. That terrifies me that I, I, I will Whoa. expel really important information just so I can keep all that information here. Anyway, Thanos, through this most recent movie, collects all of those, and he has the power of basically the entire universe. And he snaps his fingers, and half of all life disappears. So what my brother's positing is that he did the right thing because his whole thing was that he saw the world as like finite resources. People are overpopulating. Over time, people will starve and they will be uncomfortable. So Thanos was like, well, I'm doing what needs to be done. I'm the only one that can that has the will to do it. So he snaps his fingers. Half of our life goes away. He goes, now everyone will be comfortable and I can rest. Hmm. So my brother's just stirring up shit. But he's like, Thanos did nothing wrong. But there's actually a group of people that, that they've gone Reddit and their whole well, thing was like Thanos it. wasn't really... Wrong. You've got, you know, there's there's no more world hunger now, right? Plenty yep. of food to go around. Planet's not dying at the rate it was, right? But how how was it decided which people survived and which random. people died? Totally random. Totally but, random. By chance. But 50, is that 50. real? Does that, you know? The stones decided. <laughs> it is decided well, the by the stones. have biases? But that's why, but, <laughs> that's why, that's why he went about it, because he's like, it's completely random. Rich, poor, famous, un- everyone has an equal chance. It's completely random. Hmm. So... He's, uh, they call him the Mad Titan because they think he's crazy. Wait a second. Wait a second. That's Uh-oh. a good point. How, how, what is causing it to be random? Yeah. Because, like, there is in the comics, there's, like, the embodiment of, like, fate and eternity. and de- So is there an entity who's choosing this? I mean, I imagine, because at that point, you literally have all the power in your universe. And he can just be, like, half of all life gone. In his mind, maybe it's like, <clears throat> flip a coin. <laughs> You know, how do you know, how does the world know Half that it's of our gonna- life, plus Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Kevin. 50.01% right. of people were gone. So, yeah, that's kind of what Thanos is all about. Hmm. Noted. Noted. I feel <laughs> confident now moving forward nice. to casually bring this into conversation. Yeah, so when people say like hey, someone's... Hey, hey, appears. hey, Thanos, huh? Oh, this yeah. Thanos guy. Am yeah. I yeah. right? And, like you hear With something he about his snaps. He's got people, the gems. And people, he does... <laughs> And then people fade away. Like, that's the thing is, like, you watch just tons of people just, like, fade away like ash. It's a very sad scene. That was the, okay, that was probably the reference. Gotcha. I will I like, revisit I like, this video and understand. I feel like understand. that's what it is. is <laughs> like some context. Yes. It's going to be a good day. Nice. See? Yeah. This is great. Great. I'm Thank learning. you for humoring me. Of I'm like, course. I'm going to try. I was like, because I see it, I'm like, I, you need to know about this. This is really important information. <laughs> this is like when you, like, someone, like, beats the Bible and, like, really tries to make you understand. This is for Doug. That's what this Got is it. happening right it's now. It's important you know. trying to convert you. Because really what it is is there's so much great content out there and you just... Now you get a little more glimmer, a little glimpse. Someone says that, so you're like, I'm familiar, kind of familiar with that now. Perfect. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, Snowtrog asks an interesting question. Uh, anyone there like strange films? Well, de- define strange yeah, films. Yeah, I would say, like, what is strange film? I will say, I'll kick this off with, I watched, uh, there are some nights where I just don't fall asleep, and so I was about one in the morning, and I was watching... Uh, it was a it was a show it was a movie on Showtime. It was a very short film, and it was a narrative movie about when Alice Cooper met Salvador Dali back in the seventies. And apparently, Dali wanted to work with him and do like one of the first 
uh, hologram images. Oh, wow. And huh. it was this really weird, really fucked up. I mean, it's Alice Cooper and Salvador Dali. Mm-hmm. You, you take it from there. But this movie was fucking terrible. Yeah. Just mm. god awful. And I, at first I thought, well, maybe it's actually going to have like footage from the... Nope, it was someone was wrote it, like, it and poorly Was acted. it fictional? Oh, wow. yeah. It was fictional? Or no, no, was it, it like actually a documentary? happened. Yeah. Oh. It was like a biopic. A mm. biopic, yeah. Biopic? How do you say it? I think it's biopic. I say biopic. Biopic? I also heard biopic. It's kind of like symbiote mm. or symbiote, mm. you know? Mm. <laughs> nope, not going not gonna to go down that road. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I would say that I didn't. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't like it. But that was a strange film I've watched recently. Nice. Yeah, I've definitely seen some weird ones. Um, I'm trying to think of uh, oh, what was the one? It was called Lost Highway. I can't remember the director of that one. Uh, shoot, he's done some weird stuff. That one was just. I've watched movies where I'm like, uh, I don't. I, I'm d- I'm too dumb for this. Um, uh, well, so it wasn't. It was just that. It, well, I'll it give was, you an example of what happens. Too, yeah, I'll give you an example of what happens. So it was too evolved of a film. Uh, so this guy, it's it's got uh, the guy who plays the president in um, Independence Day. His name's escaping me. Bill. Uh, it's not. Is it Paxton? No, Bill. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Not Bill Paxton. Uh, but yeah, it's a Bill. Um, anyway, he is like... Uh, oh yeah, no, it's the other Bill. Saxophonist, and he notices that... Um, he finds out that his wife is cheating on him, and one night... Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman, that's what it is. And I can't remember. I think he he kills her, and then as he's walking <laughs> down a hallway, he turns into another person, and then... Um, I, it... It's it's so bizarre, and I I remember wa- I remember watching as a kid and stopping going. I don't know what the fuck's going on. As an adult, <laughs> it was on. Jill's like, I'm going to bed. I'm like, I'm gonna see if I can fucking figure this movie out. And I watched it. I'm like, still don't get it. Still don't get it. It's really weird. Um, it's like very cerebral. And it was called what again? Lost Highway. All right, there you go, Twitch. Lost Highway. Look it up. Another one is um, Enemy with Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, was it the one in I've the train? About this the no, that's um. Oh, no. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, but enemy, it's uh, Jake Gyllenhaal finds his doppelganger. Okay. And huh. he's trying to figure out what's going on. There's a whole bunch of spiders in the movie that are symbolic and I'm everything. Out. And um, the director made people sign NDAs that said they would never say what the spiders mean. Like, oh, my God. I remember one, the <laughs> last right. scene of the movie. I, I haven't seen my wife get mad at a movie in a, in like a really long time. But the end of the last scene of that movie, Jill just goes, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Because those indie movies, they don't follow the same beats as what I'm used to, or what yeah. you know. You see a lot of typical blockbusters, like, "Oh, these are the beats." You see this, you're like, "It's just gonna end like that? <laughs> like nothing's gonna be resolved with the spiders?" Mm-hmm. Like, really? <laughs> I'm like, "Okay." So I get, yeah. For me, most strange films are like indie films, yeah, because they just seem weird because I'm not used to the beats. Yeah. How about you? So I have to watch a lot of films for school. Oh boy! So I feel like ah. it's always like these like acclaimed, you know. But I'm trying to think of the last time I like went out and did a f- movie for me. <laughs> and <laughs> and I did, this was maybe like a two years ago, and it was very out of my comfort zone. I'm don't, I don't even know the title, but maybe you guys will know. It was, it was in theaters. <laughs> it was like about these two young people traveling through space and time, question mark, I don't know. And they like would put on these glasses, and then they're in like a, a digital. Ready Player One. Is that what it is? I think so. Was there a lot of 90s pop culture references? 80s pop culture culture references? They were like alien people. Oh. Like monsters that lived in the other world. And they were in like a market. 
And they were like shop, like monsters were shopping, and then like they would take it off and just be in an open space, and then they would put it on and see. Okay, I don't know. Never mind. Take it back. It's not Ready Player One. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Interesting. Tell me more about this. Um, I left at a certain point. And I just walked up and down the hallways of the movie theater, <laughs> and looked at the posters. Um, and my friend Chris and I went just because we had a day off, and it was not good. Like it just. And I liked the the visuals were cool, and the idea of like the digital market was yeah. also cool. The dialogue was so bad. Like it started off yeah. being like, "I'm the uptight one. I'm crazy," and then oh, like man. they would fall in love, and then like now I'm not as uptight, and like it was just rough. What? How long ago was it? Uh, maybe 2017. Oh, not 2014. No, for sure. Okay. What is sixteen or seventeen? What is a big turnoff for you when you're watching a movie? What is like you see something you're like, that's it, I'm done, I'm out, no more. Oh man, um, I guess when I feel like female characters are like lame. Okay. I feel like I didn't always used to think that. Like yeah. I used to not care. I'd be like, whatever. I'm watching a genre piece. I'm watching a whatever. Sure. And now it's like such a part of the world where now when I see it, I'm instantly like, ugh. Yeah, like what, what, what would be an example of like a situation where you'd be like, oh, like just obviously eye candy mm. or obviously like this person is um, <laughs> just there. Like yeah, the, yeah, of like, yeah, I'm trying to think of an example, but I just know, like when they're like, oh, this person is clearly just here to like help this guy uh, figure out his life. Sure. And I'm like, oh man, I bet like, she has her own stuff going on. <laughs> like, I wonder what she does. I wish I knew more about her and what hmm. she had going on as <laughs> yeah. opposed to how she's influencing this guy's life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think th- things are getting better. You know, yeah. like it's not something that happens. It's a lot of times when I watch older movies mm-hmm. and I, I like the idea of like figuring out how to do like a modern rom-com like really well. Ooh, nice. So I've been trying to watch older rom-coms <laughs> and that's just yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. I agree. <laughs> like rom coms from like the nineties. Yeah. Or, yeah. So I watched like you've got mail for the first time. Oh, for the first time. Uh huh. I still like that because it's like nostalgic for me. Because the reason why you like is because Tom Hanks is in it and he's charming. He's so great. I like Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's great. Yeah. yeah. So but what was your take know. on it? Because you've seen it recently for the first time. Yeah, recently for the yeah. first time. It's like he destroyed her family business lied to her face while pretending to be someone else online. And then at the end, he kind of appeared and was like, it me. And then they kissed. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, if Tom Hanks had spoken <laughs> those lines, I would have shit my pants. But he was that walking his dog and it was so like, oh. I just think if no, first my off, that family business where my dead mother like raised me and I danced as a child and I love books... And then for you to just be like, sorry about that. Capitalism, am I right? I know. And for me to be like, God, I, I still love you. No. That's a really <laughs> That good, would not happen. Like, if you break it down like that. Because, again, yeah. I'm thinking of the overall, like, they love each other. But if you look at what he's done to her life, it's miserable. It's yeah. awful. Well, it's absolutely yep. terrible. Another good one is um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like, oh, you know, classic. A, a, a relationship <laughs> built on lies, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that's going to work out. Uh-huh. Perfectly. You guys have lied to each other in the first part of your lives. And now you're like, just kidding. We love each other now. We're going to be honest. It's, I'm like, bullshit. I know. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Solid reference because they play that game and it's a whole scene in that movie. Mm-hmm. Appreciated yeah. that. <laughs> That's all for you to say uh, that. <laughs> That's hilarious. You say bullshit. Um, I was just going back through some some old rom-coms. There's a lot I haven't seen. Like, it's an interesting genre that I, I kind of missed. It, well, I, I think it's... It's it because it, it, it's a very hit or miss genre. Like mm-hmm. some of them can be really like, oh, that was that was entertaining, and some of them are just that's another rom com. Yeah, yeah. Did you see the? Oh, we I think we talked about this. The Big Sick. 
Yes. Yeah. Love, Did you see that? Love, no, love it. familiar with it, but okay. I've not seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that too. That might be to me. That might be like this: the gold standard of rom com because it had. It didn't fall. I wouldn't even call it a rom com. Like mm-hmm. it was just a good movie. I don't know how to. Yeah. Like, would you would you classify that as a rom? It does come up on this list, but like, would you classify that as rom com? I would say so. Yeah, and that, it, but it's hard to call it that because it is. I think it's like trying to start a new generation <laughs> of rom coms. That's true. So, Almost rebooting the the genre. Yeah. Yeah. In a friendlier, more realistic like That's way. That's the part I like, know? the realistic part of it. I, I don't know if you, you probably just a straight up comedy, but the 40 year old virgin always rang very special to me because I it was a rom com. It was more than just your typical comedy. And mm-hmm. it, it, I love Steve Carell's character so much in that movie because he's just an honest dude. And you think that he's going to follow the advice of his friends all the time, but eventually he's like, no, I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. I just want to be with this person. And I always found that very charming and special as no one knows what they're doing in relationships. All of these guys are wrong. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, he hasn't missed anything by not having sex or anything like that. He's just a normal dude. He finds a really nice person and, I'm like that's that was what I always thought that was a really cool. I'm like this is beyond it's it was grounded is what it was. Yeah, it's some silly moments, but it wasn't. That's why I always have a hard time swallowing the ridiculous comedies and things like that because I'm like I don't believe this is happening. Like I just don't. It's it's silly for what it is, but I can't. I mean, 14 year old Doug would probably really like that, <laughs> but 36 year old Doug's like ah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I can live without it. Yeah. yeah, I love the forty-year-old virgin. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah it's so really. Good. I think the most unbelievable thing about that movie, and it's I when it came out, I called it out, and then to this day, every time I see it, it's the one scene that drives me nuts is when they go out and they get fucking hammered and they're smoking weed and they and then he wakes up the next day and he's making an omelet. <laughs> and like, uh, I'm like, you're like, nope. absolutely no, not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, false. dot com. Like, nope. <laughs> it did not happen. Nope. Yeah. That yeah. always always pisses me off. I'm just like because I know too they're doing it for comedic effect because yeah. obviously it's like oh, it didn't affect him. But mm-hmm. I'm like bullshit. I feel <laughs> it when I watch the scene. It hurts me. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. like it. There's little moments like that that'll bring you out of out of movies. Yeah, that happens to me from time to time where I'm like, mm, is that something that that person would really say in right. this context? I'm like, mm, that doesn't seem like it fits. Yeah. There was the one of my favorite. Uh, well, my my wife's favorite, and she got me into it. Um, is love actually? Mm-hmm. But someone recently, like, called out. There's there's a whole bunch of like loosens and absurdity. And was it you who called that out? I doubt it was me. I haven't seen the movie. Okay, yeah. Someone just recently, like, they were like, I just saw it. Got questions, and mm-hmm. they called out all these things, and it was like, oh no, stop! You're ruining the movie. For me. Stop! Please stop! <laughs> oh, no. Please stop! No, that doesn't make sense either. Stop it! It's, like, it's it's one of those movies where it's. It was the first of the uh, like. Let's put sixteen people in the cast yeah. uh-huh. and have all these storylines inter- interweave and this and that. And it was like one of the first ones to do it. So it kind of it. You couldn't really say it was bad because it set up the the genre. But mm-hmm. uh, there's there's so much now when I watch it, I'm just like, well, that storyline doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> it's an inconsistency. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me sad. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, the movie you were thinking of was it uh, Other Life? Was that it? No. Damn it. God. We're never going to know. This is going to very much I'm, Maybe 2016? <laughs> How about Call Up? 
No. Would you know it the was name a of long? It? Yeah, I would know it. Okay. It was like a longer name. It was a longer name. Mm-hmm. How about Johnny English Strikes Again? No, that doesn't nope. sound like it <laughs> okay. at all. The Lawnmower Man. Nope. No. Nope. Something right. about yeah. space, a planet. Mm. Something about a planet. That's about, ringing. Was it Valerian? Yes. Whoa. Yes. <laughs> That's what it was. Dane DeHaan. Holy shit! What's her face? How about that? Valerian. Yeah, that movie did not look good. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like from the director of The Fifth Element. I'm like, that's kind of a guilty pleasure for me. It's mm. an okay movie. Oh, but yes, this yeah. movie. That was very, like, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. weird. And he seemed like a really creepy character, too. He's like, hey, he's got this partner, and he's always hitting on her, but yep. she says no. Like every <laughs> Yes, exactly. That's what I was talking about. Every synopsis that I read of that movie was like that. It's like, based on this character who really wants to get with his, his, his partner, but she's always saying no. I'm like, oh, oh when was this written? Yeah, like the 60s? Because right. this doesn't sound enjoyable. I'm like, I already don't like him. If he's the hero, I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see that. It was rough. And like, you could tell, well, can you find out what the budget was? Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I can. it seemed high production for such bad dialogue. I was like, man, that's unfortunate. And as an actor, I always, I'm always curious. An actor and a screenwriter. Yeah. Do, do you think that those actors, or have you been in a situation where you've done something where like, this is bad? Yeah. This is real bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you... I think also being a writer now and seeing how hard it can be to write, especially like full length projects. Yeah. Um, there's just moments when I'll, I'll do someone's show and I'm like, I know what they wanted. You know, I'm going to give it my all, you know, cause that's all I could do yeah. as an actor. And, yeah. you know, and you want to help. And it's your yeah. job to just act it well. Yeah, I mean, sure. it's not your job you to really to it, yeah. say anything about it. Yeah. I could be like, um, I've got a better idea. Exactly. I don't need yeah. to rewrite this unless there's, I know there's situations where people are like that and they're good enough and mm-hmm. they're respected enough to be like, I want to make a quick change. I want to try something. And they're like, yeah, it's better. Yeah. You know, like th- there's folks that out there that can do that on the fly. But yeah, for the most part, are you someone that like really s- respects what's written or do you feel like there's more of a, yeah, cause you come from both worlds. So I, I try to just because I've been on the writer side when actors have tried to like have been too loose with things. And I'm like, I chose those words for a reason. Right. I spent hours on the script. I want you to respect it. Right. Um, but I've also, I mean, I do a lot of improv. So mm-hmm. it's like, I, I think I'm able to just see who's in the room and kind of feel out. Cause sometimes they do want you to try it a bunch of different ways and to bring your own mm-hmm. whatever to it. And sometimes I really don't, but I think you can always tell yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. There was, I can't remember who, who it was. There were, I'm trying to remember if it was a, I don't know if it was Shit's Creek or someone I was watching behind the scenes and they were talking about how they'll do um, they'll do they'll, they'll do the takes and they'll they'll do two or three takes, make sure they get the script verbatim in the can, and then they get to do a uh, free for all take oh, where they cool. just they start and they 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 it's like an improv scene. You've got your beats and you just go get there. Yeah. And they and sometimes they'll borrow from that, but sometimes usually it's on the script. But kind of helps I think get the actors uh, allow them to get that out and. Feel like they're. I think it really depends on that too, because I remember with Scrubs, um, uh, with uh, God damn it, I I can remember the gems, but I can't remember people's names now for some reason. Zach Braff. Nope, the guy who plays janitor. Neil Flynn. Neil Flynn. Nice. I remember just the writers constantly being like, "Yeah, all of us like to say that we're the ones that write uh, his lines, but we don't. (laughs) He does them all by himself, and he just was able to essentially. He's such a great improviser that he could take those moments and just like improvise the the hell of it. And they're like, "That's." 
Perfect. You yeah. can do that. Yeah. No one else can, but you have the ability to basically be like, yeah. And he just all the different takes and stuff that he does and his ability to do that is always so <laughs> impressive to me. Cause when I watched him, like he's improvising this and it's amazing mm-hmm. how cool that is. Did you watch all of scrubs? Were all you the- so like that episode when they had that clip from the fugitive, so good. Yes. <laughs> it was so just so good. funny. Yes, I love that. I was like so self-aware. Yeah. I when like, I, when oh. I first saw that, I had never seen The Fugitive, and I got very confused. I was like, oh, really? wait, did they f- <laughs> film? <laughs> what? And, and I, then I had to realize, like, I'm like, oh, wait, no. He was an actor prior to this, oh, and God, that's he does amazing. Other things. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. I, I only watched The Fugitive this year because one of my professors wrote The Fugitive and Die Hard. What? And so what? I was like, what? I know. So that's I was like, amazing. I guess I got so to watch these fucking movies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's and I watched awesome. them, and I was like, pretty good. Well, Die Hard's, <laughs> die hard's, <laughs> good a, job. Die hard's a pretty well-written <laughs> movie. I mean, Die Hard's yeah, you have a career in this. That's amazing. All right. Well, Die Hard's just lauded as, like, the first, like, you know, average person is the one that's taking on the situation. They're not like a specialized secret agent or whatever. It's just an average cop. It's just a New York cop. He's a cop. I don't know why I had to say it like that. Wrong place, wrong time. He's just like, Nakatomi Plaza and he's just, he seems so relatable even though he's doing these incredible things. But he's like, oh yeah, he's this guy, he's he's clever because he can spot a fake ID and Mm -hmm. all that sort of stuff and it's it's really well done. Yeah. However, as well done as it is, it also reeks of the 80s. Oh, 100%. Like the action sequences, you're oh. like, oh, totally relatable guy. But he's hmm. swinging off of a, with the fire hose. And but he also <laughs> but gets glass in his feet. Right, and still manages to walk around. Right? But that's something that didn't normally happen in movies. You know, you'd see glass shot out, but this guy, you know, that was he Hans Gruber's plan. Yeah. He had to shoot it out. So then he's like, he's not wearing any socks. And I was like, everyone's smarter in this movie than we're used to. socks would have stopped glass? What kind of socks do you wear? You see glass on the ground. What do you wear? You see glass on the ground. Would you rather have socks or not? I Tomato, tomato. I feel like. I What? You have glass on the ground right now, okay. and you're like, ah, I don't need socks. I would rather have shoes if I had my drawers. Of course, drawers. but if it's bare feet or socks, which one would you pick? I'll choose socks. Thank uh, you, right? Yeah, is it going to help? Probably not, but it'll help a little bit. Yeah. Maybe the little ones won't get in there. <laughs> hey, guess what Valerian was made for? What? $200 million. All right, guess. Oh, uh, gosh, $200 million? Mm-hmm. Um, 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 um. 75 million. Okay. 177.2 million dollars. Sounds about right. How much did they make? Guess what it grossed oh, God. Dom- Guess what it grossed domestically? 300 dollars. 41 million dollars <laughs> domestically. Oh, no. 181 worldwide oh. for a grand total of 225. 225 Ouch. million. With P&A, that probably that didn't break even. Did not have yeah. they oh. lost money on that one. Absolutely. Yeah. They absolutely oh, no. lost money. Right. <laughs> Oh, it's rough. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, jeez. It, oh, it did better than John. Uh, is it John Carter? Oh, God. Yeah, John Carter. Yeah, Oof. it did better than John Carter. That is, for me, that is the, that will always and forever be the bar that was set. For um, failure? Yeah. Yeah, that one's a rough one. You familiar with no, John Carter? No, I'm not. Well, it sounds like you get you got something a project to do now. You get to watch John Carter. Cool, great. One of the worst flops in history. Don't right. do it, yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, made for $250 million at the wow. time was just like they're sinking some shit into this. What's still, the time? still this time, it's still it's significant chunk of change. Uh, 2012. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, $250 million. Domestically, it grossed uh, $73 million, and foreign was 211 for 284 It made 30 ish million dollars more than it was made for. 
Uh, and that's not including uh, prints and advertising. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So yeah. they were far in the red. If you, on that. If you wow. sink two hundred and fifty million dollars into a movie, your expectation is at least a billion. Yeah. Like you want to get yeah. you want to get a billion back on that. So the fact that they lost money on that is a huge. I love. The, it was such a just, flop. That is the, the such a flop. gold standard yeah. for flops. Yeah, that's. How would you like to be a part of that? Be like, yeah, I was in John Carter. And that guy's also in Battleship. That guy's career kind of <laughs> took a tank. It happens to some of those guys, you know, some Too of those bad. folks. Sam Worthington's another one. He was uh, in Terminator. He was in Clash of the Titans. Oh, And then yeah. all of a sudden, he showed up again randomly as a side character in Hacksaw Ridge. I'm like, hey, you're still around. Good. I like you. But- was there a sequel to the Rocky Horror Picture Show? I didn't realize the Snow Trog said there is. There was a, um, oh, maybe, maybe there's a sequel. I don't know, but I know they did a new one. Oh, like with- a remake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Laverne Cox a few years ago. Interesting. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I saw that. I don't know if I knew that was that wasn't on my radar. Oh, we'll say, yeah. Yes. Who is this snowgrass? <laughs> <laughs> you intrigue us, no I intrigue us. <laughs> I like this conversation. Keep it coming. I like it. That's really cool. Uh, <clears throat> so Justin has a couple of really cool things. Uh, these these are these are called. What are they I've called? I've collected them You're, over the years. Let me see. Yes. <laughs> Of weird things. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So uh, I was talking with someone. So I read an article and then uh, randomly had a conversation with someone, and uh, it was about order of operation, and they were talking about how they put the milk in the bowl first, followed by the cereal. And I told them they're psychotic, mm-hmm. and we had a, a nice little friendly debate um, about why you should put cereal in the bowl first and then the milk second. And it led me to wonder, like, what other order of operations do people not do that I do? And so, mm. what, so I just kind of wanted to to break this down and discuss a few a few items. So we'll start with that. What goes on the bowl first? The cereal has to go in first because then how do you? That's how you know how much milk you need. Exactly. Thank you. Exactly. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> just seems yes. so obvious. Fuck you if you're watching. <laughs> yeah, because I, I remember I would also... When Sorry, I a, Grandma. When I was a kid, <laughs> I would put in all this uh, cereal. I remember one time someone goes, how, how are you going to get any milk in there? I'm like, it's easy. You just put your hand on top and you pour it nice. so that the cereal doesn't fall out. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> what a cool I a, kid. I was a real <laughs> dick kid. Um, but yeah, I was like, I can't imagine like uh, pouring, because if too much milk is, is a problem, right? And it could splash at you when the cereal comes. Yeah, the it cereal seems really risky. I know. Yeah, yeah. It absorbs yeah. It is, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a cushion to take on. <laughs> I was like, I don't understand it. Yeah, that'd be very strange. Someone's like, that's about enough. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. I'm craving cereal now. And what if, it's, what if it's not enough milk? Then what? You just put more in? No, you've got to take the cereal out. Oh, start, over. start over. Yeah. Well, I'm going to scrap that bowl of milk. Yeah. Jeez Bucket. Louise. Yeah. Uh, okay, so while putting your pants on in the morning, left leg, left leg or right leg in first? Right? We, Doug and I had to do this earlier, too. I think left. I think, so Doug had I a, think I'm left, too, because, because I think right's my dominant leg, so, like, so I stand on that. more stability. And then, oh, I'm left-handed. Oh, now so, that theory goes out the window. Yeah. I don't know. I, honestly, I don't really think I think about it, but I'm going to try the next yeah, time. Yeah, I'm going to try to notice it. It's, I think it depends where I am, like where I'm sitting. You know, I, I think the mood. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think about this for a while. What yeah. leg is when it? When I'm angry, I put them both on yeah, at the same time. Exactly. I jump into my pants. <laughs> uh, I have tried. I've done this before, where I've I've consciously like I started to put them on, stopped, and then gone the other leg. And it is 
it's what? it's hard, legitimately hard to put your pants on when you put the oh wrong leg in first. Try it tomorrow and tell me, and I want both of you to text me and go, oh man, that sucked, because that's what you'll say. <laughs> I don't think Guaranteed. that's going to be a problem. All right. I don't think it's going to be tell a problem. Me just, how, just like, tell me how weird it feels, because it like, feels really weird. feels about right, I'm putting You're it on You're like, the that pants. was great. Thank just you. I'm <laughs> looking at you. I want you to try this tomorrow and let us know how did that feel. <laughs> how did that how did that feel, Snowdrug? Ooh. Gross. Oh, boy. Um, okay. So, Goodness. So, just saying. Uh, shower and brushing teeth. What had you wake up, brush your teeth, then you hop in the shower? Or do you shower first and then brush your teeth? I, I brush the teeth last because I want my fresh breath to be start at the latest as possible point. As fresh as possible. Exactly. So if I brush my teeth first and hop in the shower, I'm like, I'm wasting fresh breath time. <laughs> Some people brush their teeth in the shower. I know that's a thing for yeah. some people. So, yep. but Sometimes my roommate does that, but then she'll yeah. forget her toothbrush in there. And I'm like, am I supposed to shower and your toothbrush is right there? <laughs> like, what do I do? Sorry, there's shampoo in your toothbrush now. Ooh, yeah, right. It fell down. I'm going to pretend Whoops. that it didn't. We're all going to pretend <laughs> exactly. that it didn't. It's yeah. probably yeah. fine. Yeah. 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 I think, uh, yeah, brushing my teeth is the last thing. Very last thing? Yep. Always yeah. the last Because that's just such an effort. You know, I'm like, I'm going to do this big, you know, I'm really going to brush my teeth. <laughs> Until I have to. Do you take your time with your breath? Do you do you put a lot of time into I, it? It's a big. It's a to do. It I mean, should be. It t- I don't like the taste. I don't like the texture. I, I'm just staring in the mirror. This is it's, a. <laughs> this sounds like know? a harrowing experience. <laughs> I'm looking at my soul. Right. <laughs> I'm like I'm lost. What in my are you thoughts. doing with yourself? <laughs> with your life? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So no, I definitely save it for last. Yeah, I, I take it back. The last thing I do is I put lotion on my head. That's the last thing I do. Okay. Because if I put lotion on first, <laughs> do it first, then my hands are greasy. I mm. can't floss that well. So oh, you floss too. You're see, you're a good day, adult. Every day Whoa. I floss. He's a good adult. I got to do, do it, man. Mm. I got to do it. And then and then it's just weird because then it's like the whole time I'm like, ah, oh, my hands are greasy. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that feeling. So, but yeah. I don't put lotion on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know. It'd be odd if you did. I know. Very it'd be odd. weird. Yeah. That's how this thing stays nice and shiny and not super flaky. It happens a little bit, but, you know, I got to do my best, you know. I, I think what we need to do is get you a lotion-infused stocking cap. <laughs> mm. That'd be cool. Right? It seems like a really gross hat. Christmas gift idea. It's like a really just gross hat. Saying. Just a soggy hat all the time. Probably like a one-time thing. Yeah. It's like yeah. you just, oh, uh, yeah, this has been sitting in lotion all night. Now put it on. I'm like, this is really heavy. So what you need to do is get a tub of lotion. Yeah. All right. Submerge the hat completely. Uh, all right. Peanut butter and jelly. Do you put the peanut butter? Wait, what was your answer with the? Yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. Brush your teeth last. Right. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It's, it's, it, I, and I, I know people who get up and they're just like, first thing, I got to get that taste out of my mouth. And I'm mm. like, I have to get the stank off of me first because I can't, I can keep my mouth closed. I can't not smell Don't you it. wake up and like do mouthwash in the middle of the night? No. Who is, what do you do randomly in the middle of the night? Sometimes I'll pee. No, you, you random. I thought you said, <laughs> there was something so I thought random. you told me once that like Beth was sharing something about that you would wake up in the middle and sometimes you would just like automatically do something. I can't remember what it was. I thought I'd wake up and just like, like you would be like going to the bathroom and then you'd also do something real quick. I thought it was like do mouthwash. Maybe I'm making that up. I mean, sometimes I'll, I'll like, swish water in my mouth like just because like I dry mouth after sleeping or something yeah. but I must be thinking of something else then maybe yeah 
So, I mean, I'll sometimes I'll make an eggs Benedict. There we go. That's what it was. That's probably the it's just, random it's my thing. Three a.m. eggs Benedict. Run sometimes you just wake up and check out your, uh, you know, four hundred one k portfolio. So right, yeah. it's doing. Make sure know. that my my it's diversified and yeah. it's doing well. Sometimes you got to do the more aggressive international right. markets. You right. know, how's Asia doing? I have to get the up percentages at the proper time and then do some of the smaller municipal bonds and things like that. Those are like you know super easy, low risk. I mean, it takes work, you know? but I mean it's worth it. In you got to do run. it. You know, check you out retire. You got to do that prospectus. See what's going on. You know. What what is it looking like this year? You know, right. how did that trade war? How's it affecting things? Absolutely, is it a long term thing? Is it short term? I don't know, man. It's been stock talk with <laughs> Doug and Justin. Our guest was Erica. Thank you very much. She was there. <laughs> <laughs> she watched it's, the whole thing. It's, it's official. It <laughs> happened, she, and she was terrified. <laughs> uh, peanut butter and jelly. Do you put the peanut butter and jelly on opposite sides of the bread, or do you put them both on one bread, and then which one goes first? I do opposite breads yeah. because it's hard to put them on each other. Yeah. It, it makes for a disaster yeah. of um, like putting jelly on there. Like, disaster. It's, it's a disaster. Because <laughs> really, it's not enough. The tragedy that is. <laughs> the horror. It's bad enough that you're like using a, a, a knife. You're putting on the, the peanut butter and then you got to put that same knife into the jelly. Now you've mixed peanut butter and jelly in the thing. What's even worse is if you put jelly into the peanut butter, which is why you got to do peanut butter first. Mm. Yeah, I do peanut butter first. Yeah, and then jelly. It's but the foundation. It's the size of the bread. Yeah. yeah, it's the foundation. I have to say peanut butter first, but I'll put the jelly on top of the peanut butter. Do you scoop it on with a spoon? No. Use the knife. Yeah. The Use same the knife? knife. Guess what? Guess who doesn't eat jelly outside of a peanut butter and jelly? You. This guy. So you just have a, it has random peanut butter bits in it. No, I'll actually wash. I'll I'll I'll, 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 I'll take the peanut butter off. <laughs> you know what? Gosh, I am animal. You know what I, was I, I didn't realize it's mass it. chaos at this guy's home. It was just sort of like me growing up. Um, but for the longest time, I always had there was always always big breadcrumbs in the butter, the tub of butter. Because I don't know what it was. But like my dad would have toast or something. He would be like, <laughs> and like just crumbs yeah. would always be in it. And I remember my wife getting really like <laughs> upset if she ever saw a little bit of that. And she was like, ah, oh, what are the crumbs in here for? <laughs> I was like, you should have grown up with me because it was, <laughs> it was a nightmare like <laughs> all the time. And I just got used to it. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm just putting this on bread anyway. It's just bread on bread. But yeah. the fact that there would just be giant yeah. crumbs of like toast and stuff in the butter bin. Never a good thing. In the butter bin. In the butter mm-hmm. bin. Gotta, the Doug Cochran story. You guys story. ever been a butter at your place? You ever had a bin of butter? Always. It's a lot of butter. Yeah. A lot of butter. Uh, I, there's, bin of butter. There's one uh, trick that someone told me once, uh, if you have the patience to do it, is when you're putting the peanut butter on, um, you make uh, a little a little rim of peanut butter around, like, as you're spreading it, spread it like a little more at the edges. Then you put the jelly in the middle and spread it around, and that way the jelly doesn't leak out the edge. Hmm. Fucking smart. Smart. I've also heard if you put regular butter on first time. and then peanut butter and then what? jelly, that's like a super. Regular butter? Yeah. Just a light, oh, that sounds light good. regular, right? That sounds like, good. It sounds just weird enough that it would work. Yeah. Like it'd be really good. Interesting. Regular butter and then peanut butter and then jelly. All right, I'll try it. You know who said Bill Burr was the one that said it, so really? it's got to be good. Snow truck, try it. Check it out. Let uh, us know. He also Do says it. that he uses a butter knife for peanut butter and a spoon for jelly. See, now that's a who guy. Who are you? That's a guy <laughs> who appreciates keeping the keeping the ingredients separate. Right. Like the offspring once said, you got to keep them separated, you know? It's very well said. You know? It's <laughs> and it's a thing. The only downside is now you're using two utensils. And I have to wash more. And they got to wash more. Right. And now a spoon and a knife have been sacrificed for the peanut butter and jelly. So. Yep. 
It's they've been sacrificed for yeah. that. You can never use yeah. them again. And Sacrifice. their time on this earth for is me, now my dishwasher fills up so fast all the time. I'm like, how can I be as efficient as possible? So I have to run this damn thing all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things where I'm like, what's the least amount of utensils that I can use? I'm always thinking about it. Always. I'm thinking about it right now. When you Never were, not thinking about right. it. This whole time he's been on autopilot. He's only been Practical thinking about Practical talk is all about efficiency. Gotta go home and check on the dishwasher. <laughs> like, oh, you <laughs> used two forks. Why? Why? Gosh, come on. Uh, when you're washing your hands, right, for whatever reason. <laughs> I just like because it, it feels good. Soap and water. I just rub my hands in dirt all the time. <laughs> But yes. Uh, do you do uh, soap first and then wash it off? Or do you do water, then soap, then wash it off? Water, then soap. Do you do the pre-rinse? Water, then soap. I put the, the waters on, mm-hmm. but I don't touch the water. Mm. Soap on my hands. to make sure it's on. It's going to be on because if I have soapy hands, I'm going to turn it on. Then I go back to the water. Okay, so you do you do, do soap first then? Yes. Though. Soap on the hand first. That is the craziest feeling in the world to me to have. It's only two seconds though. It's uh, really see, fast. I, see, here's, the, here's the thing. I've seen people get the soap and then. Oh, I don't do that. And then go in the water. I'm like, what did you? See, you're, you're just not like doing anything. Palm it's and just there, and then wash it, it off. Oh, yep. that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't rub it all over. First. I've seen people do that. They, they put don't it and they go wash my hands and they go like this. this, and I'm like, yeah, how? That's not. No. That's so weird. Yeah. It's like. Worse lotion on your hands, like that won't go away. I'm yeah. like, ugh. There was a there the was stickiness a, factor that is just intense to me. There's a place up in Evanston uh, called Hoosier Mama Pie. If you've never eaten there, it's fantastic. You should go. People from school eat there, and it's I see, and I'm jealous. Awesome. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so they used to in their bathroom. They used to have the dry soap. Mm-hmm. Oh it was just, yeah. And, so you had to get your hands wet because. It was just. What this, do you mean the dry soap? So it's just like powder. It's coarse powder, though. It's like dry. It's sandpaper. It's like like oh. powdery sandpaper, but it's soap. And so I, I, I'm assuming it's supposed to exfoliate too, because you would get your hand wet. You get a, like you would in your hand, and then you would just do this, and it would just scratch and. It was very painful. Cut. Weird. I have I no idea what that is. Yeah. Destroy. That's how soap used to come back in the day. Bloody hands right. at the end. I oh, do. My, my hands are washed. I eat pie now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm going to so, look that up. There's, there's yeah. simple things in life for me. I absolutely love foam soap. When I go to a place to use the bathroom, they have foam soap. I'm like, this is the goddamn best. Method like, soap. Let's just, psh, I'm like, oh, look at that. It's already foamy. It's ready to go. <laughs> it's just, when you have like the liquid soap, it's like, I got to work for this, man. Yeah. And I'm not feeling it. I'm just, ugh. I love foam soap. Uh, so I'm putting it out there. Water speech says, I only drink water. That's so classic water speech. Right? You there, know? there you go. I mean, that's. So them. I only drink water. That same, sounds, uh, that sounds surprisingly in character uh, to me. Yes. Oh, and Snowtruck says that he hand washes dishes, so I just wash them, put them up. So ah, I them, do that. Them, to, put them away. I do that with my pans that I cook with because I cook with them all the time, and I don't trust them in the dishwasher anyway. I think it'll ruin them. So I'm always hand washing those. Those things are always locked yeah. and loaded, ready to go for the next time. Sometimes if I just do something real quick, like with a butter knife or something like that, I'll wash it off, put it back in. Lick it and then put it back in. Yeah, it's yeah. your house. You do what like, you want, yeah. right? Yeah, I'll know which one. I, if I'll know someone's that one's coming mine. over and they want to use my utensils, they might get a licked knife. I don't know. Yeah, They're right. your friends, so right. right? They shouldn't mind. Allegedly, they shouldn't yeah. mind. Uh, so that is all I have in the order of operations. Do you guys have anything that sparks uh, that you want to know? You're di- you're burning to know how other people in the world do it for order of operations. I feel like there's. Oh, how about this? When you're showering, do you do hair or uh, body first? Fuck you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> that was personal. 
I have any chance I get such a delightful routine <laughs> and it's so consistent. And every time I know exactly what's going to happen, it's shampoo, then body, then conditioner, then face the same every single every day. Single and I time. love it. And I get in there and I'm like, I know exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> time for my scheduled routine. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Here we awesome. go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you had hair, what would it be? Oh, it'd be hair first. Yeah. And then, uh, I always, I always, um, yeah, for what it's worth, I go in and just put body wash on, and then I'm I'm good. I just good stand there, yeah. And then I'll shave my head if it's a day to shave. You know, got to keep the routine up with this. It's every other day. Mm. Got to shave, keep it nice and aerodynamic. It's to the point now where if, if if I go like two days, I'm like, it's too long. This is out of control. <laughs> you you're fucking, a monster. You're a hippie. Oh my god. Yeah, I've gone four days. So I'm like, what have you done? <laughs> There's so much out there. There's no going back How now. How dare you? It just feels like... A razor won't take care of this. Ugh. Like this right now, like I'm going to have to shave tomorrow morning. This is out of control. Like, I just, I'm starting to feel it on the sides and everything. I'm like, no, a freshly shaved head is like one of the best things in the world. Do you get scared that you're going to cut your head? No. I have a mole in the back here that has seen its fair share of, uh, you know, wounds. It's got his battle scars. Yeah. Mm. Where I've just been like... Or the worst part is I'm doing it and then I'm like, I get the wrong angle and I go... Oh no, that's uh oh boy, that's gonna bleed. Like, because you just feel it, you're like, nope, that one, it's not like, oh my god, it's like, shit, I nicked something, and now yeah. that's just gonna mm. bleed forever. Because those kind of cuts Put, are just nonstop, man. Puts his shirt on and goes to work, but it's just like a bloody blood mess. dripping yeah, now. He's yeah. like, oh no. There's been days where I've been Doug like, nicked the mole. I, oh, I nicked god. the mole in the back, and I just grab some toilet paper and I just go slap it to the back of my head, and I'm like, well, we'll just do this while we're brushing teeth and I'll pull it off and it'll just be like completely bloody. I'm like, all right, next one. Oh, no. I'm like, hopefully it'll stop by the time I leave. Hopefully I don't die. And then like, I'll be like, is it okay? And then also I, I, accidentally, I accidentally rub the scab off. I'm like, no. And then it starts Start again. I'm like, no, I'm doing this like constantly. There's like just little blood, blood circles on my hand. I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it. Oh my I God. just picture it like a scene in the movie. You're like, no, no. Well, that's the thing. It's also a hot shower. So like, you know, all of a sudden you'll see like blood dripping. And you're like, oh God, it's, 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 it's fine. It's just warm. You know, it's water. It's, it makes it look way more intense than what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife's always like, if that happens, don't tell me because I don't want to know about she it. She doesn't do blood? She's like, well, she doesn't want me to be like, because it'll look way worse than what it is. It'll yeah. just be like be blood yeah. pouring out the back of my head and they'll be like, oh, God, what happened? I'm like, he I think it's it. not a big deal, but he's passed out it's eight times. Blood yeah, it's, pouring not, out. it's not a big deal. Uh, so the last question here we'll go with uh, Snowtrog wants to know also. BFF. Um, <laughs> Love you. Hey, buddy. Um, Butter in the fridge or butter out of the fridge? Oh, it has to be in the fridge, right? I think that's because required think, by law. Is, is it? <laughs> I, I feel like over in Europe, they leave their eggs out, they leave their butter out. Like, yeah, it's not a and thing, they're all right? dying. <laughs> <laughs> they're all dying. I mean, you can't leave your eggs out. There you go. No ch- right? Yes, they absolutely do. You can't, though. Yeah. I mean, you can't. The chickens do. Well, that's different. But they don't eat them. Yeah, they don't. Well, they shouldn't. <laughs> Some they chickens don't. Do. I've heard stories. You have not. I have. <laughs> Hand to God, I They're have. basically little raptors, you know, so I mean, right. they'll eat whatever, I guess. But some, I, all right, I, I kid you not, but like there's a, there's a girl at work who talks about her parents on a farm. And I think as the chickens get older, they start to like go a little bit and they will, they will eat the eggs. And so when that happens, you just have to murder oh the chicken. God. I know, right? It's like chicken dementia. It's not good. That's so sad. Guys, 
I want to talk to you real quick about chicken dementia. <laughs> it's a serious problem it's a, affecting millions of chickens across the country. <laughs> it really brought the energy down. I, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I feel like any time you can talk about chicken dementia, it's a good day. It's, uh, so I have to look up chicken dementia, <laughs> the powdered soap. Yeah. Powdered soap. Powdered yeah. soap. And Thanos. Thanos green thing. That specific, yeah. I will yes. send it to you guys. Exactly. <laughs> you know. Uh, the butter left out spreads easy on hot. On hot toast. Well, any butter spread's easy on hot toast. Nah, if it's no, fresh out of the fridge. Like a block of like- Here's what I'll say. If I'm planning on using it in a spreadable way, I will leave it out for a little bit to get soft. Sure. Because in that way, it's a lot easier. Although I have heard a little hack. Hack, I hate what people call that. But uh, you put your toast Hashtag in. Hashtag life hack. Here you, we go. You put your toast in. You pop your toast <laughs> out. It's nice and hot. You put your knife on the toast to warm up the knife, and then you can grab the butter off real quick, and it, and it, and it gets it and melts it real easily and spreads mm-hmm. it very easily. You're welcome, everyone. There you go. Ha- hashtag life hacks was my sister's wedding hashtag. Oh, yeah? Our, my oh, last name's Hack yes. Miller. Oh. <laughs> so we hear it, yeah. Nice. <laughs> hashtag life hacks. That is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, eggs yeah. out, I think, is a terrible idea unless you're, you know, you want to die. Die, yeah. That seems like a you're horrible suicidal. idea. There's an easier way to die. Oh, yeah? Justin, yeah. tell me about this easier way to Five die. Five fun ways to die. Go. <laughs> you want to talk about bringing the industry <laughs> Chicken dementia. Um, Hyenas. Yep. Sharks. Ooh, sharks. uh, Strangled. Burned alive. And and bleeding out. Nope, you missed it. Cutting them all in the back of your head. And throw down. And the throw down! That was him leading into the throw down. Great. Sometimes I try to lead him into it. Usually goes, you know what? So I'm like, there we go. We're heading oh, the to the throw down. Okay, cool. I hope I know. Also, real quick, uh, Water Speech wants to know where's this guy's master class on cooking? <laughs> My master class on cooking? <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I like you. I love you. <laughs> Whoever you are, like, this guy doesn't know shit about anything. Here's the thing we might well, actually... you'll die if you don't uh, do this, and you'll die if you do that. He's don't like, leave your eggs out and heat your knife up on your toast. Heat your knife up on your toast. Uh, tell me more, ball strings, ball man who cuts his mole in the shower. Like, <laughs> we might need to do a mind gap cooking episode where Doug just teaches you how to cook. Yeah. like, this is gross. Onions, get them out of here. Like, also, it's like, Fruit how what? to shave your head in the shower and hopefully not cut yourself. Like, God. <laughs> I love that guy. That's on, awesome. <laughs> on today's throwdown, uh, I thought about this because as soon as you said that you uh, were not steeped in the nerd uh, knowledge, true, uh, I panicked a little bit and I'm like, "What are we going to do for the throwdown?" I mean, I can bullshit about anything. I know, absolutely, <laughs> the mark of a good improviser. But uh, I think I've got one that is more in your wheelhouse. Cool. It's going to be a comedy throwdown. Stop me if we've done this one already. I don't no. think we have. Uh, I will not stop you. I won't. Um, but we're going to do the original 1975 SNL cast versus the 2019 cast. Hmm. So set it up for us. Okay. Um, due to a rip in the space-time continuum. I like where we're going. Uh, the, uh, 19, the 2019 cast is getting ready for dress rehearsal. All right? So it's about mid-afternoon. They're getting ready for dress rehearsal. And all of a sudden, uh, onto the main stage, onto the monologue stage, pours the 1975 cast. They've fallen through a rip in the space-time. And they stand up and they go, the fuck? Now, they're, they are, they're not happy, right? Because they they're, they're fight or flight up here, right? And so the 2019 cast is on the, on the ground. 1975 cast is on the stage. They look at each other and they know it's on. Go. So we've got young Lorne versus old Lorne. <laughs> Michaels. Sure, we can throw Lorne Michaels in there too. He's Absolutely. At both. He's yeah. at both, yes. 
And he just he sits down and has a cocktail with himself and goes, "Let's watch this." We happen. did a good job. We did a good job. <laughs> it finally us. happened, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And he's like, "One of these drinks is poison." <laughs> Justin drinks his water. <laughs> so who's on the 1975 cast? Yeah. Oh, uh, sorry. I was reading uh, more comments. Um, 1975 cast mm. is uh, Lorraine Newman, um, John Belushi, Dad, Dan Aykroyd. Still alive. Uh, Chevy Chase, yeah. uh, Gilda Radner, and uh, Gareth. Fuck, what was Gareth's? Sorry. Gareth Anderson. Was Gareth it? Gareth Wheeler. Gareth Bobbins. 1975 SNL cast. Uh, Gareth Goggins. Gareth Brooks. Keep going. I need this. Keep going. <laughs> Gareth Brooks. His cousin. Gareth Brooks. His Gareth, cousin. Gareth Brooks. Is it Gareth Brooks? Is it Gareth Brooks? <laughs> Danny Aykroyd. John Belushi. Chevy Chase. Danny Aykroyd. Ooh. George Coe. Don't know him. Jane Curtin. Garrett Morris. Lorraine Newman. Uh, Michael O'Donohue and Gilda Radner. I didn't know Donahue was on there. That's cool. Yes. Um, the Rick's car driver. Yeah. The Rick's yeah. car driver. All right, who's on the 2019 cast? Oh, my goodness, he's so excited. <laughs> my goodness, tell me who's going to die in this fight. <laughs> uh, 2019 cast. Well, so far you've got Belushi, and Belushi's a wild card. That guy, I mean. Right. That guy. All right, we've mean. got Beck Bennett, A.D. Bryant, Michael Che, uh, Pete Davidson, Mikey Day, Leslie Jones, Colin Jost, Kate McKinnon, Alex Moffat, Kyle Mooney, Cecily Strong, Keenan Thompson, Melissa Villasenor, Heidi Gardner, Ego Nordum, and Chris Red. Well, they got the numbers. <laughs> yes, they got the numbers. And they got, like, I don't know, the feistiness, I feel like. See, the thing is, though, like, the 19, they were doing 1975 cast, with, they were nicknamed the Not Ready for Primetime Players because they were they were just off the rockers. Like they, they yeah, had, there for was 1975. No there was no rules. They weren't doing, they were doing things that had never been done before. Yeah. And now Cutting edge. 2019 has seen that. And then some, so it they're ready for whatever they got. But there's no, like the idea of trailblazing is nowhere near what it was like in 1975. Because at that time it's old news and 2019 is like, pfft. yeah, we'll look back at 2019 and be like, they were trailblazing. Don't you think? I, I think I'll look back at 2019 and go, man, 1975 was trailblazing. <laughs> All right. And, uh, so they were physically fighting? Oh, yes. yeah. To the death. Yeah. Only one well, group walks out. Well, here's the thing, too. They've got the numbers in 2019, but 1975, all of them were coked out of their minds. So they've got- Are you assuming they're coming in coked? They've got coked. Yes. <laughs> There's okay. nowhere they go that they were not coked. So, yeah, they've got coke strength. Coke strength? Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, Belushi's definitely a force to be reckoned with. Absolutely. Guy, I feel like he's he he is at least three or four of the current okay. cast. Okay, yeah. he's at least two people. He's not three or four. That's You've that never is being seen generous. Belushi go to town. Have <laughs> what you? Town? <laughs> In a car. <laughs> <laughs> he drives very responsibly. He's very good. He's he, seatbelt buckled. He yeah. makes sure everyone's safe. Gets yeah. there safe. It's hmm. it's amazing. It's really very, very good. Goes very to touching. Town. Yeah. yeah. Jim Belushi goes to town. <laughs> the one the, the sketch that was cut for time. Right, yeah. This was with Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> um so uh yeah, I, I feel like there's this natural like people have seen some shit in twenty nineteen. Like these people have grown up with things uh and stuff like that. And I just think they're just gonna be naturally nine verse sixteen. <laughs> wow. Yeah, those are yeah, even with Belushi strength, I think you've got uh <laughs> You, you've got that's that's almost double. Yeah, but if you look at someone like uh, you look at someone like 
Who's like Chevy Chase Kyle is awesome. Mooney, uh-huh. uh, Alex Moff. Well, not Alex Moffat. He's a little bigger. Uh, Mikey Day, Pete Davidson. They're scrawny little guys. Yeah. But still, scrawny guys have knives I mean, in their boots. Yeah. Pete Davidson <laughs> seems like he could fuck someone up in an alley. No, you know that's what I mean? true. I'll give you that. I yeah. wouldn't trust yeah. that shady character. Yeah, right. One bit. <laughs> you know, he's the kind of guy that would bite you. Pete Davidson. <laughs> He's Sketchy. a biter. You know he's a biter. Like, that's going to happen. Oh, Someone's going to lose an ear with those teeth. Yeah. Like, it's gone. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I just think the numbers alone is, is it's, you got Keenan, who While is a veteran. we're debating here, Water Speech says 1975 wins all time. Uh, explain why, please. Go yeah, ahead. Yeah, because... Um, because this isn't just this isn't comedy. This is just pure physical right. prowess. Exactly. This is like yeah. they're murdering. Now, if you're talking about yeah. like comedy level, okay, that's we can argue we that. Can We're talking that, yeah. these people are together and fighting to the death physically, not using their comedic prowess mm-hmm. to do this. So um, I just feel like uh, people have seen more shit in 2019. Access to more technology. They're just more aware. They're more knowledgeable in general. They're smarter in general. But Chevy Chase is also crazy. He's a crazy person. Exactly. Uh, Bill Murray, I think, is just too cuddly. Bill Murray wasn't in season one. Gotcha. But he's lurking somewhere in the building. He was. Dan Aykroyd. He was <laughs> he's waiting to be called in. Like, yeah. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. Because uh, Bill Murray from 75 and 2019, is they're both there, too, because why not? Yeah, oh, they're, they're there. Both right? of them are always just also <laughs> just And they like, both are like giving each other, like, hey, guess who? You'll never say, it's Bill Murray. <laughs> I what? What? It was Bill Murray. It's and myself. they both just like giggle with their shoulders, and then he goes, "You do it to me now." And that's <laughs> oh just God. how they spend their time. They stop yeah. talking about the Cubs or whatever else right. they're doing, like when the the Raptors, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're just having fun. Okay. I, I just think, I think that physically and just numbers wise, I think 2019's got them. I mean, they've mm-hmm. got them taken care of. There's just nothing that 1975 is going to bring that's going to make them win. I don't think physically. I would say it's, I don't think physically they they have them. I think numbers wise, yes. I think physicality wise, I, I would actually lean towards the seventy five crew. I just think it was it was a, a more grisly time, and I think I think they're uh, they're, I don't know. they're hardened. I mean, I feel also like they're fucking coked up. They're coked up, but the 19, 2019 cast they're all juiced up on healthy shit. You know what yeah, I right. mean? Like they their get bodies their bodies are temples. Yeah, exactly. Like they work out and they eat salads because they can have people who bring them salads, and they're probably really healthy and strong. Yeah, well, yeah right. They probably work out on a regular basis, exactly. so they're probably in way better shape. Definitely gonna have better cardio. Yeah. than these guys. So I don't know. And I'm just I, saying. I, I think, you, I think, came in here with a bias. Yeah. No, I just like to play devil's advocate. <laughs> came in with yeah. a bias. Whatever, whatever Doug says, I typically try to go the opposite oh, yeah. way. We have fun with it, and he's known as the devil's advocate. Oh, um, no. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think just sheer numbers, like, even more powerful, I mean, they, they're just going to overwhelm them easily yeah. and mm-hmm. take them down. Even though the weak ones are going to pair up. And, Plus, it, it, this is in 2019, right? Yeah. So they're... I don't know. Like this cast is in their environment. We're in our home we team. know what's ha- home team exactly. All right. What about if they both fell through space time and they're in 1985? What we call the lost year. <laughs> <laughs> what when the Bears won? No, uh, when SNL went really bad. Oh, okay, cool. Um, it was the year they brought in Robert Downey Jr. because they were like, let's not go with comedic talent. Let's go with names. Oh, Lauren mm. Michaels wasn't producing at the time. Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, well, still 2019. You know. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but Doug, you remember how you say if people from nowadays would go back to like the 1700s, they would die immediately because mm-hmm. the diseases and food. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that has to work with the 80s too, right? Well, what about the diseases 70s, and 70s food? people coming to the 2019? You know, what about them? They bring the diseases. Yeah, they are the disease, and when that's why they die. That's why so many of them are dead today. <laughs> <laughs> 
you Whoa. can't argue <laughs> any more than that. So, <laughs> yeah, 2019 for the win. <laughs> that was fun. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, oh, that's a good point too. He goes, I, I feel like the 1975 cast grew up fighting. And so they, they probably have a little bit more just like general knowledge of. Yeah. Yeah. But it's sloppy knowledge. You know, yeah, it's, street it's, perfected. It's, it's street per- it's knowledge. It's perfected nowadays. <laughs> You tell me that the Chevy SNL Chase cast members of 2019 are, have perfected the art of fighting. Absolutely. Okay. They go Dude, to classes. In the world of UFC and MMA around every Krav corner, Maga. they exactly. take yeah. jujitsu. They know all that shit. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Erica, thank you so much for being here. This is such a of wonderful course. pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell uh, Twitch, tell everyone, like, where the, can they find you? What do you have going on? What do you, what, oh, anything man. you want to promote? Yeah, I'm on Twitter all day, every day. Erica from Maine. It's Erica with a K. Nice. Um, I like to make jokes, and I like to insult people and play games. Um, and I have my show coming up, if you're in Chicago, that's at the Crowd Theater on May 4th. That's the pilot party that we were talking about earlier, where you can go and support actors and their pilots and meet some writers and all that good stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank Justin. you. And then anything that you uh, want to recommend? Anything you've seen recently that you liked, or besides Valerian? Besides <laughs> Valerian? Oh, yeah. I watched Shrill on Hulu. And I fucking oh, loved yes. it. And I think I'm everyone should. That. Yeah, I think everyone should watch it. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Justin, how about you? Uh, I, I would uh, second Shrill. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's uh, the first episode. I wasn't sure what it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I loved it, but I'm like, this is. I have not seen a show in this like this style before. Like, yeah. It, it's got its own very unique voice. And so, like as I've been watching, I'm like, I'm really digging how she's developing these characters and like who she's coming in and. Yeah, it's very cool. So check out Shrill. Uh, big ups to A.D. Bryant. Uh, as every week, I'm going to recommend Shit's Creek. Uh, it is <laughs> my fucking favorite thing in the world ever, and uh, I will fight you to the death if you say otherwise. Very cool. Um, I had something else that I... Oh, yeah, don't watch that Alice Cooper thing on Showtime. <laughs> I had an anti-plug this time. Don't do that because it was very weird. Um, I'm going to recommend again uh, Lock and Key, the uh, comic by Joe Hill. Uh, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. Check it out. Also, uh, I started watching this show, Loser, on Netflix. Essentially, it's taking athletes and people who have lost. Oh, yeah. And uh, it, it is so amazingly done and says such a wonderful message about what it means to lose and how that's actually great that it happens mm-hmm. and how people bounce back. And it's I watched three of the episodes, and they're they're quick. They're like 25 minutes. They're It's fantastic. It's really a cool way to look at things and um it's it's wonderful so check that out on netflix it's really good uh snotrag wants to uh sorry snotrag um <laughs> my apologies i said it i said it right but it was felt, felt so wrong uh he wants to recommend the editor it's a movie he says check it out the editor yeah. okay well consider me intrigued sir thank you so much <laughs> uh you guys can find mind gap on facebook look for a page there we're also it's called Swallow, Swallow Break. <laughs> We're also on Twitter and Instagram at MindGapPodcast. or also on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Podcast. And Justin exists in the digital realm. That's right. On Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, check us out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and Google Podcast. Wherever podcasts are sold, you can subscribe to us, review us, rate us, do all the things that uh, mean so much to us when you do. And it takes so little time on your part. It's a little effort. 
So just fucking do it already. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> please. And thank you. Uh, and then 2East8th.com slash MindGap and 2East8th.com slash The Best Bar Podcast Ever. Other podcast to do every Monday with Milos, and it's about the bar industry. Milos, congratulations, by the way. Just, yes. Just won the uh, Catan Pisco uh, mix-off uh, competition that happened this last weekend. And he got himself a uh, a trip to L.A. Nice. to help launch wow. the the brand of Catan Pisco. Out That's there. fantastic. His cocktail will be the the cocktail that they use for the launch party, and he gets to make it. And wow, yeah, oh, cool, yeah, it's pretty cool <laughs> shit. So. That's awesome. So check that out. Way man. to go, Milos. Also a Mind Gap All Star. So very true. Got him back on soon. Erica, thank you so much again. Of course, bringing you Justin. Thank you so much. Thank you, Douglas. Twitch, thanks so much. Thank you guys for uh, uh, chatting with us. It's been very fun to help with the episode. You have a wonderful day, and we'll see you all next week. Mind Gap Podcast.